Hey everybody, welcome to the special series called The Micro-Famous Roadmap, and we're going to lay out some of the key concepts from the book uh, in a shorter, more introductory style. Uh, so if you're not a big book reader, but you want to get the concepts, or you're just curious about what it means to be micro-famous, maybe you came from the Micro-Famous podcast, or you came from social media, and you just want to dig further in and really learn what this is all about, uh, this is a great place to start. So we're going to go through some of the key concepts from the book. I'll elaborate on them with some stories and things like that that maybe aren't in the book, so that'll be fun. Uh, and we'll just go and see what happens with this series and, and go through kind of the, some of the key things that are really going to be super helpful on your journey. But I want to start with a couple of things that I mentioned in the introduction to the book, which is it's easy to end up with this kind of messy, complicated, unprofitable business. Uh, for those of us that are driven to uh, teach, train, and lead people, it's actually pretty common. Uh, we want to serve and impact people by solving problems and helping people avoid pitfalls and pain. Uh, yet we end up with a business that actually keeps us overly busy, addicted to chaos, and glued to our phones. So I wrote the book, and, the, and this whole podcast series is really for coaches, consultants, and thought leaders who have a different goal. You want to build a simple, profitable business that grows without locking you into a business that you end up resenting, right? A business that keeps you glued to your phone, a business that makes you share everything on social media, a business that uh, is really hard to just enjoy, enjoy the fruits of your labor. So uh, the good news is that as emerging thought leaders, we have this uh, incredible opportunity. You know, people are starving for leadership right now. The world doesn't need more business experts or more entrepreneurs, but the world does need more leaders. So I believe we can build a simple profitable business around teaching, training, and leading people. And it can be done without spending all day on social media, without becoming someone that we're not, right? Without doing things that are inauthentic, without having to negotiate and justify our fees, without feeling like an imposter, without wasting time trying a whole bunch of different things that aren't working um, and different things like that. But a lot of us fall into the trap of putting tactics first, right? The tactics are just the daily things of running and growing a business. And when we focus on that stuff exclusively without a clear strategy or a system behind them, that's when we end up with a business that drives us nuts, right? So uh, there is a solution, but it starts by taking a step back right? Breathe. <laughs> Put the tactics aside for a moment. Uh, and, and that's what you'll learn here in this kind of micro-famous roadmap podcast series, is that micro-famous is a strategy. It is a strategy to become famously influential to the right people, right? So, and I'll cover this towards the end of the series, the, the v, there's a vehicle that takes us to that goal, and that vehicle is what I would call a new media machine, which is a system for creating, publishing, and promoting content that attracts an audience, builds influence, and cultivates ideal clients over time. So once we have those two elements in place, we can use the tactics that fit our strategy and our system. So to me, the secret to building a simple, profitable thought leadership business is to become micro-famous using a new media machine, right? So keep in mind, the right people are out there starving for leadership. Those are the people that we want to teach, train, and lead the people that we want to serve and impact. So there is no time to waste. Let's get started. In this episode, I want to go through what the battle for attention is and the two main strategies that really we've been using for the last 15 years in the online world and why Microfamous is an alternative to both. 
So to set the scene, right now there's so much noise online that our people don't know who we are or why they should work with us, right? And like it or not, we're in a battle for attention. And to win that battle, it's not enough to just be in the fight. We actually have to fight to win, right? So winning the battle for attention is what determines whose ideas spread and who makes the biggest impact, right? So I want to go through the elements, first of all, of, of what just what is this battle for attention, right? So the elements of the battle are this. We have our audience, which is the group of people who invest their attention in our content. That can be everyone from potential clients and prospects to followers and raving fans. But to me, the heart of our audience are the ideal clients, right? The like-minded people that we most want to serve and impact. Now, the second element is our what I would call our weapons. That's the content we use to reach our audience. When we create content, whenever we create online content, we have officially picked up our weapons and entered the battle for attention. And then the third element is our opponents. These are the thought leaders and the influencers that are trying to serve the same group of like-minded people. They probably have different beliefs or different values. Maybe they even offer a competing service. You know, These are the people where we see their social media posts. Maybe we screenshot their stuff. We keep an eye on their launches. But we all have have a common opponent and that's the noise and as soon as we enter the battle for attention we confront that noise it's it's all the voices of other thought leaders influencers companies brands that are trying to attract attention and i think we can all agree that to win the battle for attention we have to cut through the noise but here's the challenge for those of us who want to teach train and lead people attention is not enough Right. Yes, we need to cut through the noise, but we have to cut through the noise in a very specific way. We have to cut through the noise in a way that converts attention into real influence, influence that creates demand for our service, influence that compels action, influence that creates real sales, real clients, and real impact. Right. If we cut through the noise without building real influence, our business won't grow. We'll have plenty of attention, but few sales. And that's where a lot of us get stuck. We, we spend so much time chasing attention that we fail to build, build real influence and demand for our service. So what we get is you know, eyeballs and encouragement. We get no action. And as a result, we don't get to serve as many clients and we don't get to make as big an impact in the world. So let's talk about the two different strategies that are kind of out there right now. So to me, strategy is what determines who wins, right? Everybody is focused on tactics. Everybody's focused on tools. You know, what CRM are you using? What software are you using? Are you jumping on Pinterest? Are you jumping on TikTok? And they're talking about all this stuff. And by the time you listen to this, some of those things might have already passed away and been superseded by the next tool and the next tactic, right? To me, that's just the surface world of the battle for attention. Anyone can be in the battle for attention as soon as they pick up the tools of, of new media and start creating some content. But it's strategy that determines who wins. And in the world of thought leaders, there are two wildly different strategies being used to win the battle and attract uh, large amounts of attention. So first, some thought leaders say something so surprising, so compelling, and so polarizing that it immediately cuts through the noise. Right, Because their ideas are surprising and polarizing, those ideas spread quickly and easily and they reach thousands, maybe, maybe millions of people. And as more people resonate with those ideas, even more people seek that thought leader out and share their ideas with other like-minded people. I would call this the Simon Sinek strategy. Now, there's another group of thought leaders that say something less compelling, yet they say it so frequently and so consistently that they cut through the noise just by sheer volume, right? They build up an audience and a sense of momentum by simply showing up more often than their competitors. I would call this the Gary Vaynerchuk strategy. 
And this is where most thought leaders default. When our ideas don't cut through the noise, we try to make up for it with volume. But all that does is just add to the noise, right? An idea that cuts through the noise delivered systematically attracts an audience of the right people, builds influence, and cultivates ideal clients over time. So to me, that's how we become famous to the right people. That's the micro-famous strategy. It, it is taking something that, and so instead of, uh, instead of doing what Simon Sinek did, which is create an idea that's extremely powerful and compelling to a mass audience, the micro-famous strategy takes that same lesson of how to cut through the noise, but applies it to a much smaller, more focused audience. And in, in exchange for going smaller and more focused, it actually makes it easier for us to create a compelling idea that cuts through the noise. And we'll get into that in another episode in the series.